See this? This is my boomstick! got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. All right, all right. And hey, 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 this is Junior Bruce, and you're listening to Slow Robot A Go-Go. Show, big show number 61. My name is Mao, and with me, as always, Dr. Morbius from Parts Unknown. Wherever that is. Yes, wherever that is. That was a little bit and of you'll pal- never know. A little bit of palance in there. A no nah. <laughs> yeah, you did. You added a little. Uh, are my number one nah guy. So hey, yeah. Hey, you know what's funny though? I was watching. I don't know what his name is, but this is totally off topic. But since I'm out of my mind today, Dude, this movie. Yeah, you, yeah. we have time. Trust me. So did, go did, ahead. You know that. You know. Remember a wrestler called Razor Ramon? Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. There's like a documentary on dude. Oh, or dude. Whatever. He's, yeah, he's like one of those tragic stories. Yeah. Oh, he is. Okay, because I forgot to mention. You have to watch you. it because it's going to be nothing but disaster. It is. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He was like really popular and just like a drunk. He drank himself uh, out of it and drugged himself out okay. of it. And yeah, we'll have to watch it. I guess him and uh, who was it? Kevin Nash. Kevin Nash was that yeah. even bigger guy. Then he was big, and then Nash was even bigger. And they just, I guess, they kind of really lived the life style. Yeah, well, you, you know, know what I mean? That's like cool. some of the guys you can tell are just working. Yeah. And some yeah, of the guys yeah. are Partying. drinking the Kool Aid, believing their own hype, so uh, to speak. So. Uh, yeah. I think he kind of believed his own hype. You know, uh, okay. so. Anyway, that's besides the point. That's great, man. You gotta. If, are you going to watch it? What he, yeah, we'll watch it. I forgot yeah. what his name was, cool. but I didn't know who he was. And my friend goes, no, you'll, real, you'll see him. When you see his face, you're yeah, like, yeah, oh, He always had Ramon. the toothpick, and he's all like, hey, yo. That yeah, was his yeah, opening yeah, line. Yeah, right. That did, yes. yeah. And I've watched too much yes, wrestling. Yeah. You have watched too much. <laughs> so, Until you watched this movie, you thought you had watched it all. Okay, but. here's time for our, na- for our shtick. So... You're listening to Slow Robot A Go Go. Please check out our webpage at slowrobotagogo.wordpress.com. Or you can listen to us on Stitcher. Or you can listen to us on iTunes. Or you can listen to us on the one and only alternative for crap radio. That is, of course, Slice Radio. Uh, so that is at sliceradio.com.au. And um, yay for all of that. We're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, we're on blah, 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 Just do some Google it up and, you know, slow robot a go-go at all those places and join because yay for us. We're and also it, on powdered donuts. Yes. Dr. Morbius from Parts Unknown stopped at a Parts Unknown powdered sugar donut shop on the way here. Powdered donuts and a Coca-Cola, yeah. Oh, man. I can yeah. tell by your excitement and enthusiasm. Yeah. yeah. Actually, our movie got me excited because it's so great. We'll get to that later, though. Yes. I'm I'm waiting to unleash that. Uh, as a quick update, I, I'm moving along in the Van Damathon. What is the uh, Van Damathon? Well, basically, I had, tell. I had this wild hair up my ass. One day I was... Uh, I was I forget what the hell even sparked it. But I was like, man, I, I've watched a lot of Van Damme movies, but I didn't watch them all. So then I was like, huh. So, of course, IMDB is your friend. And I looked at it, I was like, wow, 53 movies, that's a lot. And I was like, huh, I wonder if anyone's ever watched them in chronological order. Well, guess what? 
yours truly, Mao, is watching them all in order, and then after each movie, uh, like I, I videotape, I videotape, I record me giving like a little blurb about it, and I'm going to have a split meter, so I'm going to pretty much edit it all together, upload it to YouTube as the, like, you know, all of Van Damme's movies chronologically, like within four minutes or whatever it turns out to be. It might be like six or seven minutes. And it's going to have a little split meter that goes like ding, ding, ding in the bottom for each one. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm getting into the, the meat of it, you know, like, cause the first like four, he was uncredited, but I really felt I still should watch them cause they're on IMDb. So I watched them and they were just, you know, bit parts, not even there, not speaking, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then missing, miss, missing in action, which was the Chuck Norris one. I watched that and I was like, oh, okay, uh, where is he? And I had to like actually stop frame by frame to see him. He was just a stunt guy. You know, right. you could see it was him at one point, but it was like not even his face. So that was terrible. So then this morning I watched, uh, finally one where he has, he's an actual part of the movie. You know, he, he kind of bookends no retreat, no surrender. He's this, he plays this Russian guy that comes in and like the mob's trying to take over dojos or something. And, and there, that's his ringer. Like the New York mob has him as their, their, their fighter. So he just destroys everybody, and then finally the star of the movie, this little kid, beats him up, which is, okay, whatever. But, yeah, so, and then we have our first appearance of his split. Oh, the split. So, the, the split-o-meter is getting a one, you know. Mm. So it's Does a, he split in every movie? Yes. That, wow. that, well, that's, a, that's, that's one of those things where it's, it's, physically, most people can't do it. It's not that it's... You can stretch, you can be very limber, you can be stretched out, but most, there's, some people just can't do that. Right. And he's actually a very, he, I don't know, I'm not like idol worship or anything like that, but there's, he's a very unique combination in his, like, when, when you read about him, you know, he was, he was like, he did ballet, then he did martial arts, and he was also like Brussels, uh, weightlifting champion he, he won like the nationals for in weightlifting so you're talking about somebody who's incredibly limber incredibly uh powerful and then he became like a martial artist and that like that's you know he won all these every competition basically because he's you how can you defend against that you know like and it he, is it is just, belgium though yeah so well, they, they no, 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 desserts. no, on the world stage. Oh, on the world stage? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it wasn't just in Brussels. I mean, he probably wouldn't have beat um, weightlifters or, you know, bodybuilders in, like, every country. You know, he won, that That was Belgium. But still, you got to think of somebody that strong, and then to be that flexible and just... Is yeah, it is, it is impressive to be able to do a split like that with testicles. Yeah, I know. You know, I mean, God, you know, there's always a hindrance in the way, but a Van Damme has been able to overcome <laughs> on, that problem. On the, on the first one, on, this was his first appearance of his split. After he destroyed some dojo's, like, fighter, he he put, he rested in his side of the ring. He was in a boxing ring. On the second rope, he sat there with his legs on each, in the corner, wow. like, spread out, like, and just wow. sat there. He crossed his arms after he did the split. So he's like hovering in a split <laughs> from the second rope in the corner, and then he just crosses his arms. He's like, "Come on, who's next?" Yeah, it was wow. insane. It was okay. so funny, dude. These movies are hilarious. They're, they're, he's said like he's a good action star for the time. You know, in the eighties, it was just 
you didn't expect a whole hell of a lot out of your action stars, you know what I mean? And he was yeah. just great. Perfect for the time. It was him. And who the hell else was floating around back then? Chuck Schwarzenegger. Norris Schwarzenegger. Uh, Norris was kind of fading out. Yeah, so, well, so, he was still so doing the Missing like, in Action movies yeah. and Bone Wolf McQuaid and all that. Right, that's, that's true. He was still around. Yeah, but, uh, but Stallone and Seagal. And, um, and Van Damme were kind of the new wave of martial arts And there was Jeff people. Speakman, the... Uh, that's right, you remember that guy? What was The it? Ultimate Weapon or something <laughs> like that? <laughs> it was. That guy, like, boy, they wanted you to like him and you just couldn't. You know, like they, you're like... Is that like my dad's friend or something? Like he had not like he didn't. Oh, here's the one I want. I forgot who did it. Who was Jim Cotta? Oh, remember Jim Cotta? Yeah. There was like a movie gymnastics and karate or whatever. I can't. I can't remember who it was, but that was another one from that how era freaking, too. How Van Dam dodged that bullet, we'll never know. But thank God he did. It might yeah. have derailed his whole career. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Jim you know, I was thinking that, like, you know, if I was a martial artist, instead of Jinkata, I would call it karastics. You know, gym, karate and gymnastics or whatever. Oh, karastics like would be nice. yeah, but I never did that, so, you know, because I don't like to get hit. Or so. couch kata. Yeah, couch like where you sit on the yeah. couch and then think yeah. of karate and... Yeah, yeah, and watch karate movies, yeah. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Everybody does that. <laughs> so... Uh, on my Van Damme quest, as it were, see how I worked in a title yeah. there. I, I, I fig like I'm I'm through the hard part. Like I'm through the like, the kind of the early the days. early stuff that was meaningless. But I had to watch it to do due diligence. You know, I had now, to do now diligence. you're getting to the meaningful stuff. Oh, dude, next one up, yeah. Bloodsport. Oh, that's the that's that the, was that's the classic. Yeah, that was his like bang like yeah. holy hell this guy is like here now yeah that was his yeah star. and i think we hit the i think i'll in the in the overall arc of it i'll hit the big meat of it and then i'm gonna run into those he's kind of a cokehead now yeah but he needs money so he's like yeah like back to the dregs like where it was just cranking out the straight to video stuff but he's actually kind of coming he's like his he's on his way back up because he did that one called jvcd <laughs> and it was a movie about him and it was so critically acclaimed, so well received. People started saying, like, "Well, he's not just not one thing. He's, you know, he talked. He showed it showed a lot of his life." And you're like, "Wow, you know, it's um, it's kind of cool." And now he's starting to get meaningful roles and in, in back into action, of course. But you know, yeah, I, was he in? The, wasn't he in the Abraham Lincoln movie? No. Oh God, he, he's in Expendables too. Oh, that's right. He is in that with Stallone. I think he's the bad guy in that one, too. Yeah, yeah, with all those guys with a lot of plastic now, surgery. Yeah, he was the bad guy in this one. And after this, I don't. he's not a bad guy. No, he won't be a bad guy for a while. Uh, the only one close to it is, like, I think he plays, like, a where he's both. He, it's well, like the his twins. Twin. Yeah, the yeah, twins. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, he's the bad guy and then the good guy. Yeah, the one with the twins and the hockey one, too. And I, I did the math. He has, like, a... When you add all of his movies, uh, Rotten Tomato meters up, and then div- and then you know get the average, he averages at twenty nine point one five percent. That's what his movies average. Wow, that's not but, good. But he still has he's still, his net worth is eight million, and he 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 just bought this gigantic house with his supermodel wife. So well, the thing I about know, him, was how do you measure success? Well, the thing <laughs> about him that I remember the most was that like he was the one karate guy or martial arts guy that chicks dug, you know, that chicks oh, dug. Oh yeah, him. that was his yeah, deal. Yeah, yeah, Because you know? like, the other guys were kind of like bulky or or Seagal was kind of like stoic or you know. Ah, uh, well, that Chuck Norris was all hairy backed or whatever. He was like a werewolf. <laughs> yeah, we were watching that uh, Return of the Dragon, Revenge of the Dragon. Yeah, no, we were watching that. Uh, that missing in action yeah. for this, 
and and the first time I was listening, I was like, he looks like a werewolf. Like, he yeah. does because he's so hairy. His knuckles and everything, <laughs> yeah. you know. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. And I was like, hey, it was the 70s, you know, in the 80s. It's like, the 70s, you were yeah. allowed to be hairy. You were allowed to have then. body hair. You know, people people okay. grew body hair on purpose back then. They cultivated it. Yeah. So, but now it's all, you know. I, I let it go. I don't care. Yeah. So, I will, uh, you, of course, you will be hearing the updates Early and often, and then once the uh, once the video drops after I get through this m- mighty task, then I'll 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 pimp it out on on Slow Robot. So what have you watched this week? I I have more I've watched, but what have you watched? Uh, okay, I watched. Um, what did I watch? I watched Let It Be, the Beatles documentary. Oh yeah, how was that? It was actually better than I remembered it being. I remember seeing that uh, as a young as a young lad and at a midnight movie in the seventies. And I'd never seen it on TV before, and I was like watching it, going like, "Wow, this is kind of like the Beatles breaking up." You know, they're all fighting, and you know, mm. John looks like he's out of it, and they don't want to do it. And then you know, the rooftop Yoko's scene, playing a drum with a Yoko's fish in the there, background. like in the right. middle, like getting in between everybody. But actually, watching it now again, you know, I kind of like enjoyed it more because, yeah, there was a lot of that crap going on, but all that crap happens in all bands and happens yeah. all situations or whatever. That's true. I mean, you know, it, it, they've they've filmed the the beginning. The original intent of the movie was they were going to show the Beatles recording, creating and recording an album. Well, that's kind of like putting like somebody under the microscope, and they didn't react real well to it. You yeah. know, it seemed like. So what happened was they originally went to some studio. I think it was called Twickenham, and that didn't work. They were there for twelve days. They didn't get much done, and then somebody decided they move them back to Abbey Road. And then that's when most of the stuff got done. They brought in Billy Preston. And then you can see as the movie goes on and they move, the band perks up a little bit and they start jamming. You know, uh, and the rooftop concert was the last time they actually played together. It's actually a pretty damn great movie. The, the, The... Sad part about it was it's not out on DVD or anything. That's what you had said. You said that it's was like no an old VHS that I that I burned the DVD. It never made it out. Never made it out. I don't know who's holding it back. Why they don't put it out? You Maybe know? it's part of that Michael Jackson thing where he remember he bought some of their library. Maybe it's part uh, of that and it's in litigation I don't know. or something. And that album gets put down a lot. Let it be album because it is kind of spotty or whatever. But I like it a lot actually. And now after mm. watching this movie, I, I'm gonna go out and. See if I can find a vinyl of it because I have got a beat up one that it's was not playable. I want to see if I can get a nice let, vinyl of yeah, it. Let me check because I mean, we might have doubles. I have oh, I have okay. a lot of Beatles and I think I think that's in there a couple of times. Oh, cool. All right. Let uh, me check. I'll, you know, if I, if I can hook if I can hook you up by will. Of course. If you, you, if you know. can hook up a brother, yeah, it's okay. <laughs> exactly. Uh, the other thing that I watched was uh, it was uh, it was on last night. It was on uh, VH1 Classic. It was called Lou Reed Berlin. Basically, it's like an album that Lou Reed did in 73 called Berlin, and it might be the most depressing album ever made. (laughs) Honestly, it's about a marriage breakup, drug addiction, misogyny, violence, uh, you name it, you know, drug use, you name it. Crazy. But it was beautifully recorded, beautifully produced when it came out. It got bad reviews. People hated it. I mean, totally hated it, and now it's kind of considered like a kind of a messed up masterpiece you know because always after 40 years people find something good about something that they hate 40 years ago unlike the movie we're going to be watching today but anyway um, we're teasing the hell out of out of this movie and wait till we get to it anyway um this was a live performance i guess it was done in 2006 and it's actually pretty damn good he's got an orchestra well he's got a choir he's got the original well not the original band but some of the original band members and, uh, you know, it's Lou Reed, you know, he's he's got his own shtick, you know, he's Mr. New York, uh, 
Velvet Underground decadent dude or whatever, but the yeah. songs still hold up and uh it was it was one of the first times I'd actually watched something on cable TV from the beginning to the end. I just caught it by accident last night at the beginning. Oh, that's cool. And I said, hell, I watched this. So, yeah, that was very, very good. Yeah, I don't know much about Lou Reed. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's Mr. Punk Rock guy. <laughs> hmm. I thought that was Johnny Rotten. Oh, uh, he's late 60s. Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> and, that, and nothing else? That's all you watch? Yeah, that's it. If, oh. I, if, I, if I did watch something else, it was inconsequential. Those are the two best things that I watched. Gotcha. So. Cool. Let's see, I have I have a couple on the list. Um, let's see. First one I watched this week was Alien Apocalypse. Now, I watched that because it was uh, Bruce Campbell. I'm kind of a Bruce Campbell fan. Well, not kind of. I am a Bruce Campbell fan. And uh, this was one of those sci-fi originals. It was really bad. Uh, Bruce was just being Bruce, but it was one of those... One of those where the movie was so nonsensical and so, like, the plot was so broken, it didn't make any sense from start to finish. So you're like, okay, well, whatever. And then um, I watched The Mole People. Yeah, uh, that's a good one. Yeah, that is, that was, that's a classic. Uh, the Deadly Mantis, which Another was classic. Yeah, which about the frozen ma- mantis. giant mantis that gets woken up because of an eruption in some island. And yeah, yeah. It was, it was really... a uh, it was an odd movie, but I liked it. You know, yeah, the it, actors it, are all cool. It's yeah, Universal fifties, beautiful. And then after that, of course, I get into my two Jean Van Damme ones. I watched Missing in Action, which is which is a nineteen eighty four Chuck Norris movie. Um, that was a Golden Globus and um, Canon yeah. Films. Boy, uh they don't hold up so good. You know, like it's very odd. You know, like when you're watching it now. Of course, this back this the the backdrop was Vietnam and and it just is hard to take. It's like when you watch it, you're like, I don't know, man. What what is this? You know, lots of like lots lots of picture like film dedicated to him like standing around or drinking well, a beer a or what's the plot? I've never seen it. They go back into Vietnam to find yeah. People. He's a Vietnam vet that was tortured in in Vietnam with his comrades and and then he got back. And then they were still over there. So they got to find. And the then the government was denying it. So he went over, and then they charged the Vietnam charged him with war crimes. It was all, but they, you know, it was all fake. And when he's over there, he sees the person that was torturing him and cutting him and stuff like that. So then he. So it's a revenge. Movie. Yeah, it's a revenge flick. He kills. He he finds the one, his one of his buddies over there, and there's a there's lots of, um, like Vietnamese hookers, like naked. Like there's a lot there's mm. there's the gratuitous nudity nudity it's obviously just bought a couple actual hookers and just said well walk around naked in this nightclub setting and it's very odd stuff that it does it, it's okay but it's it's one of those things where like things blow up and he's you know it's you can tell it's just like a stout, like a a set you know yeah, it, it doesn't yeah. look real nothing looks very real in it okay. you know so yeah. and then of course the last one which was uh, no no retreat. No Surrender, which for some reason I always mix that up. I always say No Surrender, No Retreat, but that's wrong. So that was just a, you know, karate, watch this crap fest, you know. Another part of your Van Damme film festival. Yep, yep, so that was okay. After you watch all these Van Damme movies, you never watch another one again, right? That's it. No, I can't make a promise like that. Uh, Van Damme's been part of my life since Bloodsport, and I can't, you know, I can't turn my back on him. All right. So, that's what we've watched this week. Now on to our top ten list. 
Do you have your top le- ten list? I do. I have it on a piece of paper here. In celebration of uh, of the movie that we are going to review this week, uh, where w- what's our top ten list this week? We're going to do top ten Las Vegas performers. Yes, that's right. Top ten Las Vegas. And I'm gonna. I'm just gonna be using their first names. Wow. Because most of them probably only have their first names, right? Well, no, no, <laughs> no. Lib- Liberace's not on the list. <laughs> <laughs> He's on my list. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's gonna be so much overlap with this because, to be honest, yes, I, I don't. I didn't like. I was like, yeah, that's cool. And then I was like, thinking about it, I was like, who the hell? You know, I couldn't think of any that stood out. And then I was like, even doing like looking it up and research stuff. I'm like. I don't know who most of these people. Well, are. the thing yeah. is, you could go with today's people. You could you, yeah. could, go, you could go like Carrot Top and yeah. uh, Penn and Teller and uh, Blue Man Group and Cirque du Soleil. Yeah, and, Cirque du Soleil is a big deal. And uh, you know, uh, Siegfried and Roy or Siegfried yeah. and whoever, because I think Roy got bit by a tiger or something yeah. like that. You could go with those guys, but I didn't. Hmm. Oh, well, okay. I, some of these guys will have two names, but the first few. We got Elvis. Yeah, well, yeah. Frank, Dean, yeah, yeah. Sammy, Wayne, Newton, <laughs> uh, Rickles. Come on. Wasn't Wayne Newton in that? Um, what movie was he in? That? Yeah, he was in a comedy. What was it? Uh, was it not? It wasn't one of those Ace Venturas, was it? No, or? it was like that one that was like, I must kill Nordberg. What the hell was it? Oh, oh I don't remember. Sorry. Yeah. Was it? Was he in a uh, Austin Powers? No, it, no, it was that damn. Um, they made a series of them. O.J. Simpson was in it. Oh, Police Academy. Police Academy. I think he was in Police yeah, Academy. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 not Police Academy. Um, Police Academy is the other. Police not, Squad. Police Squad. That's oh, with Leslie Nielsen. Yeah, yeah, yes, okay, yes, yes, yes. Police yes. Squad. Wow, that, that that was. I was accessing files that were almost lost. Do you know what I mean? Like that <laughs> file not found. Okay, let's see who else. We, okay, Red Fox. Oh man. <laughs> One of the dirtiest dudes ever. Uh, okay, and two two of the hottest women ever played a lot of Vegas. And Margaret, right? She was a big Vegas performer. And, of course, oh, yeah. Phyllis Diller. And uh, <laughs> uh, Jerry Lewis. <laughs> wow, Phyllis Diller. <laughs> really? <laughs> okay. she, she, she was in Vegas. And, and, yeah. and the king of late night, Johnny Carson, who was... Uh, I guess during his breaks in the action, he would go to Vegas and do some performing or whatever. But I, I like old showbiz, you know, because nice, they yeah. just they these guys just went up there, did their shtick, and and you know that was it. And then got out and got drunk and did whatever else. You know, there was nothing else to them. They were just performers, mm-hmm. entertainers. These guys are awesome. I love yeah. them. He was not in that. I just looked at I lo- I had to look him up because I'm like, oh come on, what is it? He was the one I was thinking of is the Adventures of Ford Fairlane. Oh, the one with Dice. Dice was another yeah. Vegas guy too. You gotta shave to wear a dress like that. Oh, ak, 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 ak. oh yeah. Okay, so actually, uh, you know that Wayne Newton and Carson had a hate fest for years because Carson used to insinuate that he was like, you know, not too really manly. And then years, and then as the years went on, like Wayne Newton actually like built himself up. And changed his uh, image and became a Vegas guy. And he basically, I, the story I hear, whether it's true or not, I don't know. But I hear the story that one day Wayne Newton showed up there and he was threatening to beat Johnny Carson's ass if he didn't stop, you know, giving him like all this wow. crap. So that ended. At that point, again, this is like a story that I that I heard from years. It may not so be who knows true. If it's true or not, but that but it, it, but but it is true that that uh, Carson used to do a lot of like. You know, Wayne Newton was a butt of his jokes. Because in the early days, Wayne was kind of had a high-pitched voice, and he 
was kind of overweight, and he didn't look real manly or whatever, yeah. you know. So he gave him some jazz, but yeah. He <laughs> and then he took care of that. Yeah, he took care of that, yeah. All right, now it's on to my top ten Vegas performers. Number ten, Liberace. Yes. <laughs> Number nine, Judy, Chicks dug him. Judy Garland. The wow, pil- the Judy pilled Garland. Out Judy Garland. That's a pilled-out Judy Garland. <laughs> <laughs> Number eight. You know, you know why they were pilled out, don't you? Don't no. you know? No. Because I read, I heard this story too. When they were like child actors, like her and Mickey Rooney and all that, the studios basically wanted them to do all this singing and dancing. But then they wanted them, like you know, basically to rest and then get up the next day and do more. So they would give them uppers to get them all peppy to do the numbers. And then when the the stuff was over, when they wanted them to relax, they would give them downers so they would relax and go to sleep. Wow. So they're basically controlling their moods or whatever so some of them i guess didn't didn't you know some of the performers didn't get addicted but judy did man That's including crazy. the booze too yeah they yeah. were like under uh they were under uh medical uh supervision as yeah. they say so what when did she die i think she died in the early 60s really oh okay. yeah wow. yeah now the only reason i have this one on my list is because they cracked me up uh to the point that i bought a record holder for my prized records Donnie and Marie Osmond. Yes, yes, Donnie and Marie. <laughs> I, I have a, I have a Donnie and Marie Osmond record holder that I keep all of my five, six, seven, eights albums in because that's like my, and it's so cheesy. They're like looking into each other's eyes. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, that's weird, isn't it? They're looking at each other's eyes. They're cre- they creep me out. Okay, number seven, Wayne Newton. Number yeah. six, Siegfried and Roy. Or just Siegfried now. Yeah. Number five, Jerry Lewis. Gotta give props to Jerry yeah, Lewis. Yeah, hey lady. Yeah. <laughs> Number four, BB King. BB King, yeah, I, a blues uh, man. Yeah, he's very good. Still around. I don't even like that so kind of Jerry, music, but still um, alive. but I I I dig him. You know what I mean? Like I'm yeah, not he's, a big he's blues great. fan, but he's, he's great. really good. He's great. Yeah. Number three, the Dirty King, Red Fox. Red Fox. <laughs> I had to have him on there. Number two, Elvis. The pelvis. And, and my number one of all time, uh, Siegfried and Roy's Tiger. <laughs> no, that's not true. That should be on my list, but number one is the all-girl topless band. Yay! <laughs> I had to give... They're, they're top ten in everything, not they, just Vegas. Exactly. <laughs> they are always <laughs> in my top ten. I'm not sure if I mentioned Tom Jones, but Tom Jones. Yeah, how did Tom Jones not make our list? Yeah, well, I just said him that right now. That was his entire career. He was, was Mr. Vegas, yeah. yeah. He was. Yeah, yeah. He was kind of like Women around the same time as Elvis, yeah, and all that, you know. Yeah, <laughs> nice. yeah, yeah. There's some stories about Tom and uh, Elvira. Really? Yeah, yeah. Okay. She so she told some on the Howard Stern show. I can't repeat them now. Wow, why yeah. not? No, cool. She, All right. So she went to the house. She had to go to the hospital because of uh, Tom. Because of Tom? Yeah. Wow. I don't know about all that. I don't believe any of that. I think it'd be the other way around. I think I, don't know. I think Tom would be going to the hospital. I don't know. So that's what she said on Stern like years ago. I was like, okay, well, you know. Well, actually, you know what the thing about it, Cassandra Peterson, she was talking about, there was, a, there was this other documentary that I watched, it's called Let's Spend the Night Together about groupies, and apparently she was a, an early groupie too, and she was like, you know, mm-hmm. before she became like whatever, a show, she was a Vegas showgirl, she knew Elvis too, he's the one who talked her out of getting out of Vegas or whatever, and she was mm-hmm. talking about like hanging out with Jimi Hendrix and people like that or whatever, wow. so she was a party girl. Yeah, yeah. Party. Sure. I mean, she, she looks I, like you, it. She, yeah, she still looks say, good, though. She looks good, but she looks rough. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> looks good, though. <laughs> what do they say? Road hard and put away wet? Yeah, you know, like uh, the, the, something like that. What does that mean, anyway? No, no, it's a horse thing. Like, okay. Like, oh, is it? Yeah. Like, you ride the horse really hard, and you're supposed to, like, I guess, 
brush them down and uh, like that. But if you put them away wet, they just kind of uh, get, look rough. Okay, whatever. yeah, so, that, there you go. All right, so that's it. If we that, that was an old country saying. If we missed any, uh, please go, feel free to contact us yes. via email at z e n b o n e at hotmail dot com, or of course join the Facebook group and let us know what we missed. And now we're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to be back with this week's quote unquote movie. Now here's something we hope you'll really like. You call this keeping your gun clean? Your ass is probably no cleaner. You asshole, your gun's your friend. Ah! During that wonderful break, I had to stretch. I'm getting ready. I'm coming out swinging with this one. Just remember, your gun's your friend, so keep it clean. Cleaner than your a-hole. Well, they always say the... Words of wisdom. The the two things that are... The only two things that are bad about a gun is... Or the only two things that will stop a gun... Are the government and Rust? <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. And Rust never sleeps, as Neil Young said in that uh, yes. album. So, what's our movie, man? Do you oh. love this movie? I know you do. Okay. This movie is a tribute to Las Vegas and the greatness. This movie was called Operation, and still is. Yeah, still is called Operation Las Vegas. And this is like Operation, like a colostomy, maybe or something, or. Uh, mm. <laughs> I'm going to start by saying that this movie is worse than Hitler. And I'm going to let that sink in, think about it for a couple of seconds. Yes. And I'm going to stand by that statement. Okay. Because, <laughs> ah, uh, boy, what to say, you know. Where where did you, tell us how you you stumbled upon this glorious. How did I stumble across this glorious movie. thing? Okay. Well, it was basically my friend, the dude from South Florida, he was asked not to be confused with Duder, who works. No, with. not to be confused. Duder's a different dude. Yeah, uh, dude was asking me about this movie, and when I went down there a few weeks ago, I said to him, "Hey, you know, I forgot what movie was the one that you were asking me that you want a copy of." And he goes, "I don't remember either, you know." And I'm going like, "Well, you better let me know because I'll be there in a couple of days." Yeah. So he looked it up and he said, "Oh yeah, yeah, it's Operation Las Vegas." And I go, "Okay, I think I do have that." thing but i've never watched it because you know i just grab i just get stuff and never watch it yeah so i go okay well i'll burn you a copy the of archives it. run deep and dr morbius from parts yeah. unknown you know so i go okay so we'll watch it you know when i go down there or whatever because it's got the actor is richard harrison who's in a lot of uh he started in the late 50s you know he was in a lot of um muscle well, man not, movies he was in a lot of ninja movies yeah <laughs> I was looking this guy up. I'm like, who is this clown? Okay, those days are long gone by the time this rolled up. I guess in the 50s, he He was was a muscle man. man. and So he was like a Steve Reeves type. Yeah, yeah, not as bulky, but yeah, in the same. He did gladiator movies. Yeah, and I'm like, look, and I was like, ninja movies, like... And then he went on to do uh, Spaghetti Westerns because he was like, so his story is that he turned down the good, the bad, uh, not the, for a uh, fistful of dollars, his story that he turned it down. I don't know if it's true or not, but he's sticking to it. And I don't think... What, like the sort of, lead? Yeah. Nah, his bullshit. story... Bullshit, I call bullshit on well, that. Well, he was, he was basically like doing a lot of European movies like the Peplum, which is a, the gladiator. Mm. So then like when the Spaghetti's came along, he claims that he was asked by Leone and he turned it down, but he... He recommended Clint Eastwood. <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. And then after Eastwood did that, then he started doing a bunch of spaghetti westerns so, and war movies. He did every genre of horror. I don't know if he did horror. He did war. He did action. He did cop movies. I don't know if he did the the crime thrillers, but he did tons of stuff. But yeah. yes, eventually in the 80s, he hooked up in Hong Kong. 
And he did the Ninja movies. Lots a of lot, them. A lot, a lot. And which, now, m- which movies that dude in South Florida loves. He yeah. collects them. Now, to be honest, being in a lot of Ninja movies, that could have been over a span of one month in Hong Kong. Well, yeah. You know a- I mean? Apparently, like, apparently, according to Dude or who... Dude, not Dude or Dude, who knows a lot of these movies, it almost looks like he's in the intros in a lot of these movies and he shot like a fight scene and it's just cut, chopped up and put into, yeah, that's what I mean. into the beginning of it. Because some of them, he's not... In them that much. I mean, the beginning at the end, and it goes on into a whole uh, convoluted plot in the middle. But mm. yeah, he did do a lot of ninja movies, and he did other action movies that were maybe had ninjas, but weren't really ninja movies. He did a lot of work. Well, he he was uh, my a dude asked me if I could find a movie called Marco Polo because he ordered a copy of it and it was defective, and I found it like at a, I found it at like a video store here, so I got it for him. And uh, Harrison's in, and he's from the seventies. That might have been his first Hong Kong movie because it's Shaw Brothers. Oh, okay. That's where yeah. that's where your Gong Shaw Brothers mm-hmm. Gong came from, from Marco right. Polo. Oh, yeah. So I did. I forgot to say that I I now do a, a music yes. show on uh, Slice Radio, and uh, it, there's no website or nothing like that. Uh, I just I do a weekly show, and it's very it's called the Music Dojo. So I use a lot of kung fu sound effects and right. of course Shaw Brothers in there and yeah the gong yeah the gong you know so it's a it's a fun little project don't think about it you know I just kind of play music and talk a little bit and then off it goes so. yeah anyway Harrison's yeah. Harrison's still around today I don't think he does any movies but yeah I was surprised he was still alive yeah he's probably in his seventies yeah but um anyway that's how I came across this thing and when dude and I watched it well. Uh, we were laughing a lot. See, so you cued this. It up. didn't give me the. It didn't give me the Hitler feel. <laughs> I didn't get that Hitler vibe from it. <laughs> no, it has nothing to do with Hitler. I'm just saying that it's worse than oh, Hitler. Okay. Like it's totally different. Like there's no okay. Germans in this movie no, or nothing like that. No, there's no terrorists <laughs> though. Really, dude. Well, they're okay. kind of. Well, they're they're bums. <laughs> they're vagrants, homeless people made to look like this terrorists. This movie, you know, this has been in our queue for a while because we were talking about movies. Like, we always talk about, oh, what we find stuff and we want to, we put it on our, like, what we're going to watch in the upcoming yeah. shows. And I had found the villain. And then for some reason, we put Christine in there in front of the villain. Like, yeah, yeah. I forget who even thought of that one, but. You. Oh, sorry. I thought of that one and then we watched that one because Christine's got a little bit better than most. And then, uh, you know, and then we watched. And then you had said, oh, we had to do Operation Las Vegas. Vegas, And I was like, okay, well, don't we have another one? And you you said, oh, yeah, you know, the The villain. villain, Yeah, yeah. or or, or Cactus And Faster Pussycat, too. Oh, that's right. We just kept bumping this one. So finally, finally the rubber meets the road, and we like, okay, we'll watch this one this week. And I had no idea what I was getting into. So you already, you had. I knew. You you knew. And I'm like, oh, no. And I I watched it. I get joy out of watching the anger in your face sometimes. (laughs) I watched it. I, like. I was sitting there after work one night, and I'm like, I watched another show for uh, the the other one for this, the villain. Yeah, right. And I was like, well, you know, I'm still kind of up, so I'm gonna watch a little bit of this one. That way, I'll be that much ahead for our next week's show. Well, I watch about, I want to say, 20 minutes of this, and I I think I came into work the next day. I was like, yeah, dude, you're, you're pissed. What what is that? I, like the the entire time you're watching this, you're like, who is this? What the hell am I looking at? Like <laughs> you you can't tell. There is no logical explanation for anything or person in any part of this movie ever. There's no plot. There's I don't even think most people knew there was a movie being filmed. Like it's one of those where, you know, they film a guy walking, there's no permits. People are coming out of casinos and 
they're on film. They don't know they're on film. Like this, but in, but in a sense, isn't that like real life? There's no plot. There's no story. There's just stuff happening. No, it's cinema verite. We have a lot more of a plot okay. in our lives than this All guy. Right. All right, okay. Like, and just and it's nonsense. Like it's like one part. There's a guy walking, and a, and a guy with a motorcycle comes up and chops his hand off and steals the. That's the beginning the of the plans. movie. The plan, but then he takes his helmet off and gets into a car. Like it's like five feet away from what he just did, and and he's oh god. This this might be. <laughs> This might be the the worst dub movie that I've ever seen. I've seen a lot of badly yeah, dubbed movies. Yeah, the dubbing is terrible. The it was sound it was, it is was terrible. It though. was made by French. Uh, it was produced by French uh, company. The the director apparently didn't speak English, and he came in here. He did this movie, and then they got like people off the street to dub this thing and say the most idiotic dialogue you could imagine. The dialogue doesn't even it's like... it's priceless. And we'll, we have a clip, so we'll we'll. <laughs> Well, we'll give you some soon. But you know what? Let's stop now, and we'll just drop this clip in. Okay. Now. We'll be right back. Just, just enjoy. Enjoy. Yeah, enjoy. enjoy. Hey, Nick. Hey. hey. <laughs> Jefferson, my man. How you doing? Hey. Yeah. All right. Nice to see you. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, when you two are through fucking around, just let me know. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of work. A lot of work. We got a lot of work. I can't do it myself. Government's on my back, night and day. We got to get this thing solved. Huh? This is a government crisis. Everybody is involved. Everybody. Hmm. Boss man seems a little bit displeased. The situation's serious. Uh, terrorists in Nevada, maybe even in Vegas. Man, it's serious. I'm telling you. Really? Yeah, that's our man, huh? Small-time drug dealer. He's known everywhere. Check the bars, casinos, everywhere. I can think I can get some results fast. Now, listen, uh, Dressed as you are, you'll have no trouble passing, Miss Tourist. I take a girl along. Yeah, that'll look even better. And if you can't score, <laughs> well, you'll get a free one on the house from the office. Uh, thanks, but I found a real jewel anyway. The girls you've got us before were either ugly or bad lay. I trust you. <laughs> I trust you. <laughs> I tell you. Hey, I trust you too. <laughs> Yep. You remember back in the 90s how it was really popular to have typewriters? Yeah. 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 Well, I don't have one computers, anymore. Computers weren't around. It was just typewriters. Yeah, it was just typewriters everywhere. People were typewriting everywhere, like <laughs> in the street. You know, there was kind of like street musicians that had typewriters as a rhythm. You know, it was, it was amazing. Now, that clip that we just gave to you was, that was not our worst option that was the entire movie. Like <laughs> that, it's not like we were like, "What's the worst thing we can find?" Mm-mm, no, the whole movie no. like this. That is the entire movie. There is just the, and that 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 uh, the black guy. Yep, that was just a white guy going, "Say what, honky?" You know, like it was. Oh, there's actually one scene that I was watching it today. Where like you know, the in, in the middle of this, there's the CIA director. 
He's the one that, hey, you guys stop effing around or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like in one part of the movie, he changes to a French accent because it's like, I guess I needed somebody quickly to dub in a line. And it was just like, wait, what, what, what happened there? There's actually a couple of scenes where in the beginning of it where he's going to the office and you see the camera go out of focus. And yeah. it's like in and out. I mean, this is Brad Grinterville or whatever, you know. And it was like, wow. Actually, this movie makes Brad Grinter look like, you know, a great director, like, you know, like uh, Orson Welles kind of, sort of, or or at least Orson Bean. I don't know, you know. But it's just, it pains me. Every single moment of this movie okay, takes a part of your soul and you just, you die a little inside. Okay, I, I guess I guess the plot line is basically there's some <laughs> plot line. Yeah, there. I, I think there is a plot in this movie. <laughs> okay, go ahead. I think if I remember it, because it's like I kind of you know forgot a lot of it because I was doing other things like eating powdered donuts or whatever and jumping they, up and down. And I should know. have done a shot every time I was confused, and then I would have passed out like three minutes in, and I could have said, "I think I saw that movie," but like the whiskey would have like wiped my. Yeah, it's like some secret brain. file in the beginning that the guy cuts his guy's hands off, steals it. And then they wants to go bury it underground or whatever. But there's a there's a there's a CIA agent who's a double agent that wants to sell it to the terrorist. And then the, that terrorist woman, you know, they, they, they and then they call our hero Richard Harrison or Jefferson, you, you, and he's like the secret you agent. You actually dude. got that out of this movie. I did. I did. I'm sorry. I did. Huh. I did. I, when when, <laughs> when Richard Harrison comes up and it fights the ninjas too. Yeah, that's. They're clearly in some other movie or some other location, and he's sitting there lounging, and he picks up the phone. He's like, mm, "Yes, meh, meh." And then there's ninjas, and you're like, "Yeah," because it looked like it was a, it was in, it was in, Costa it was an ocean, or something like that. It looked like I, it, it was, was by the ocean. There's no ocean in Las Vegas. In no, they removed that to make space uh, for, for more okay, casinos. Okay, so, okay, right. so this must be an older film. But anyway, the yeah, it just randomly cuts after this this building the cia building is clearly just like a shed yeah you know, right. like yeah it actually, has that metal wall like those metal walls that are in like a, a shed you build no, like a storage unit yeah storage they went into unit. a storage okay. unit and they shot this where they're typewriting and when, when they're typewriting mm, and and yes. but but yeah but, but before that um after he after he you know he fights the ninjas you know he gets contacted by the cia guy and t- brings him over there and then he meets Britta, the uh, the ugly lady there, oh. who's like, uh, who turns out to be like a ninja terrorist. He's an all around oh. bad girl or whatever. God. So they 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 start flirting and get into this luxurious Ford Taurus, um, wood grained <laughs> Ford Taurus station oh. wagon. <laughs> Dude, every oh, and they just happen to be at the same hotel. Isn't that a coincidence? You oh. know, <laughs> and this, this is the shittiest hotel in Vegas. Okay, oh. this is like the this is like the, the you know no tell hotel. Yeah, they couldn't afford the Hilton or anything. They could only afford to shoot a picture of it for one scene. Yeah, you know, they're telling they're staying at the no tell hotel or whatever. And then you know he drops her off and he goes to they see have, the they CIA both have guy in the shed. Yeah, they, they both, both have businesses. businesses. Yeah, and. They, now I looked her up. She was in a lot of French television yeah, she and is. stuff like that. But her she name was like Borghese or Barbara yeah, she Borghese. She was very. She was well past her prime for this movie. Yeah, she might look better like twenty years earlier. You know, the fake boobs. Thirty. Okay. Fifty years yeah. earlier. Yeah. 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 She kind of. Yeah. She, you know. Yeah. She wasn't too good looking, but she came with the. She came with all the French uh, people or whatever. You know, she was an exploitation. Actors, as they say, yeah, oh. over in the continent over there. So, oh. so yeah, he, he he goes to the he goes to the uh, CIA and he gets assigned. I think I'm developing a brain tumor. 
It's not a tumor at all. <laughs> he gets assigned to this case, and then it turns out after he's, you know, he they hook up him and, and Britta, I think is her name. Not the filter, but, oh. you know. Uh, she, <laughs> You're going to notice a common theme. Between, like, um, it's going to be like, uh, <laughs> That's the pain coming up my spine into my brain. Like, it's like a, the ooze. You know what I mean? Like, you're like, oh. And then, and then hilarity ensues after that. See, you well, know? okay. Then this hitman double crosses the mob with these plans, yes, right? Yes. And you're like, okay, who is this hitman? And then you're like, the mob? The mob is one guy. Yeah. And 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 they send him into the desert, and the, the, <laughs> like nothing matches. Even yeah. like the scenes don't match. The like he goes out, and then there's a car there, and then the car drives away. But then the car comes back, and he's running from the guy with the gun. But the guy with the gun just stands there. And then he's like pretending to run, and then there's like a plane, and the plane's shooting. And and the other thing, oh my god, there's no bullets, there's no fire. Yeah, they're just shaking. They, they, they're shaking the guns like, oh yeah, just like that. And, and so they're just pretending to have guns, like like a like a four year old would. Like I, I like think you're, you know, I think the pistol had a little bit of a blank smoke coming out of it. The mm-hmm. rifles didn't. But nothing the did. did. Yeah, nothing else did it. So, so it turns out that there's some terrorists in the desert, and there's a guy called sure. Rashid. Why not? Why and, wouldn't there be? And a his coworkers are homeless guys that they got for whatever ten bucks a day or whatever. And it turns out that Britta is going over there to take over, you know, because she's the queen terrorist. Yeah, the, the double guy, agent. The guy's like, oh, there's this, there's this, there's no. Well, no, first because. The oh, so the, now you're remembering. No, the plane misses this assassination attempt, as does that's the right, guy right. who's there in the station wagon, but just disappears or whatever. You know, so so the the guy with the plans leaves because you know the plane missed. The guy that was standing there with a gun didn't get a shot off or something, then just left for for lunch. So th- so then he leaves, and then the mob's like, mm, we have to. I need some help or whatever, you know. So he he shoots the guy. Wait, he shoots the guy but needs money. He shoots. Yeah, I don't even remember that part. Remember, he made him dig a hole. And he, that was at the beginning. Yeah, that was at the beginning. Yeah, him. and then he shot the guy who who shot him. You know, he's right, shooting everybody because like, he's yeah. double crossing everybody. Right. Because he wants to plan. Like they want to take these these uh, these uh, whatever papers CIA and 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 something? and get a billion dollars out of it. Or if not, they're going to blow up the Hoover Dam. Sure, why not? And then, and then, and then so they're gonna, and then they're gonna like, <laughs> then they're gonna like kidnap this female. Wait, wait, no, not yet. Don't, <laughs> okay. don't let it out oh, of the bag yet, because okay, we okay. have a long way to go before that whole oh, thing. Okay, go, please. So, go. so, so he, this guy, the the head of the mob, has just killed these two people, and with his very strange jacket vest thing I've never seen yeah. before, maybe in Africa. So he goes to the to the to the to the this terrorist group in the desert which no one knows where they are and there's like six guys one of them looks like the most back-assed hayseed in the, in the entire universe <laughs> and then and they have this jeep with some crap all over it and they're like oh, okay and they're like well he goes in to talk to the head guy who's this trained killer and he's so badass and and i don't know man there's like i don't even know what to say like you're, you're flabbergasted. It's like seven people is this terrorist group. Yeah. And then they're they're just... Like the action, the choreographed action is just 
slow and terrible and and the there's no it's nonsense like why would this mob guy be there and then he's like oh i need your backing he's like well you know you can't leave otherwise we'll kill you and he's like oh i know that and i was like so no one can leave there ever right. like and then, and then then he's like oh you know now that you're here like this this the, the world's greatest assassin in the entire ninja world killer is coming Brita. and and it's Britta filter it's the Brita water filter, filter shows yeah. up and she's just she's pretty funny she kind of she starts putting on these like Ilsa Shoe of the SS moves like that clip we played about cleaning your gun or whatever she's getting the guys into shape you know and these guys are like Whatever, you know. Dude, what like, are these guys? They found them outside of a Home Depot. Yeah, and these like, guys. Yeah, exactly. We'll work for food. Come on. <laughs> exactly. You're, you're going to yeah. be in a movie. And they're yeah, like, I mean, oh, this okay. thing probably costs like maybe... 14 five. cents. <laughs> this costs 14 cents. And that includes <laughs> the gas and airfare. And, and what they paid Richard Harrison. Yeah, he got 13 cents of the 14 cents. That's how much this cost. Yeah, him. yeah, yeah. This thing didn't even play in the U.S., I don't think. It was made for this France. It didn't play anywhere. No one in the world saw this. <laughs> you and me and it's your friend, DVD. dude, are the only... And Let It Be isn't. We, yeah, what, a, what a world we what live a, in. Well, yeah. yeah so, what a world. So, like, and I, I looked this up on IMDb, and, and it has a 2.5 out of 10. I'm like... Bullshit. I call shenanigans on that. This is like a negative. This is a zero or less. It, I'm like, what? And it's and well, let, let, we're, we're getting away from the movie. We better get back yeah, on our, track. Our, our, our description of the movie <laughs> is just as convoluted as the plot is. So yeah. If we just took knives and threw them straight up in the air and wherever they landed, like that's that's the plot of this that's movie. You're like, yeah, movie, yeah. 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 So so then, you know, this, this Brit of the Water Filter girl... She kills some guys, and then because they're whatever, and then and she's like, "Well, now I'm taking over." Yeah, so she kills Rashid, the leader. She kills she the leader, over. and then she's like, "Well, now I'm the leader." And then they revolt against her, but she shoots one of them in the crotch, and then they're like, oh, "Okay, well, I guess At we're gonna follow you now." And then, um, and then, and the the mob guy escapes, and then he's gone. So then you're like, "Oh, well, now now they know where we are," and she's like, "It doesn't matter because side cul de sac." Plot device number 20 is, oh, there's a girl that has a nuclear bomb plane who's at an air show. Because, you know, all the, we- all the weapons are always live and armed at an air show. An air That's, show. Yeah. They, they, they send the, the most, you know, armored planes hey, to air shows. They'll be giving away secrets, all right? Yeah. Those are important so, secrets. So, so she's like, oh, I'm Britta Waterfielder. And what I'm going to do is we're going to kidnap the actual pilot of this plane and we're going to put her in place of it. Our pilot is an exact match. Yes, okay, sir. now... You're correct. If you took a five-year-old kid and said, you write out a script about a plane, and it, you gave ten kids that objective, this is might be what you came back with. But I think theirs would be a little bit more, like... Less nonsensical. Okay, wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, if you gave, if you strapped a thousand yeah, monkeys right. to a thousand right. typewriters, yeah, yeah. that's this might be what the the plot you come up with. So actually, if you strapped a thousand monkeys with a thousand typewriters, Peter would come after you and like get you in trouble. Oh, no, that's know? where they got the sound effects for oh, that, for the CIA thing. <laughs> that was a thousand monkeys oh, and a thousand wow. typewriters. Amazing! I didn't know that. That's yeah. a that's a fun fact from this movie. That it all comes around, man. It all, it all comes, comes around. around. Those thousand monkeys. <laughs> 
Not the seven monkeys, so, but the thousand. Okay, ones. take us from here, cause I don't why even remember not? anymore. You know, I mean, you know, you've been doing so good. I'm just sitting here listening to you, and I'm going like, yeah, go for it, man. Okay, well, I don't even remember anymore. I mean, I, you know, you went into a powdered sugar donut like coma. I did. You're, you're like, actually, my other favorite scene was when the was when the commandos go out in the desert and they see landmines. Yeah, dude. Okay, the the, no, the no, landmine, no. I should say. Okay, now wait. All right, so so they six, Britta Waterfield fiddle filter, filter sends the, sends out her her sends her plot into motion, and they and they take the girl. Yeah, the pilot. That's right. They kidnap the they girl. They kidnap the pilot. who actually is is William uh, is is um Richard Harrison's real wife in real life. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, the pilot. Yeah, whatever her name was. Well, Swenson, he, Maria. That no, was it. Were Maria Swenson? Yeah. I think that might have been a real name. I forgot what he her was name like. Was. He was like, well, we need somebody to play, and she's like, I'm not an actress, and he, he's like, it, it, don't worry about don't it. Don't worry. Just, just put on a skirt and come. We're gonna over. go to yeah. Vegas. We're gonna get like yeah. Ruben board at the Notel Hotel, a few drinks. We'll tell everything's good. <laughs> he's he, now he has to split his 13 cents with his yeah, wife. Well, you know, yeah, that's the way it is. You know, right down the middle. If they get divorced, she takes. She gets six and a half yeah, cents out of the yeah. out of the 13 cents. Yeah. So all right. So now the now this plan's in action. So they demand money. Otherwise, they're gonna use a nuclear device. Yeah, that's it. Right, right. And the CIA is not standing for this. So they send. Oh wait, no. They capture no the mobster. No, the, the mobster goes and he says the to mobster them, goes to their goes to them. So look, I'm gonna you know you got to protect me, but I'm gonna tell you what's going on. And that's when they find out the story, and then they go out into the desert this, to to look was, for the terrorists. This scene where he now I remember where he's saying this was so awkwardly dubbed, and the 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 sentences like didn't match. They're yeah, like oh, yeah. they're like oh I'll tell you, but. My other, my other favorite scene was, was the one where, like, towards the end with the CIA office, and they go, yeah, there's an old lady who says she saw some ninjas or whatever. Dude! <laughs> there's an old lady. And there's an old lady, ninjas. like, the, like, the like yeah, I saw some ninjas walking down the street the other day. And they, they weren't like you, but they were ninjas or something. And you're like... <laughs> there was one part where they go... And then they just... They just get, then she just leaves. Like, she came in, and she was like, I don't want to be in your movie. And they're like, okay. There, and there, I, there was one part, though, that cracked me up. I don't know if you caught this. They go, yeah, there's some old lady that's out there. So she saw some ninjas, and, and Richard Harrison, or whoever his dub voice, goes, hmm, maybe she's good looking. Hmm, let's see. <laughs> and then, and then, and then the, the black dude goes... Hold on. And he opens the door and you hear in the back, no, she's just an old lady. <laughs> <laughs> this is greatness. This is greatness. Wow. They don't, this movie is from, 19, you can't even complain it's the 60s. This movie is from 1988. <laughs> this is, this is, it's still an old movie, but it, it, it just think, it Van Damme was four years into his career I'm at this point. I'm telling you, I'm telling <laughs> you. But. Now wait, when... Oh, they foil this plot, then the ninja shows up, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, the ninja, no, no, they give him protection, and then when they give him protection... No, I, uh, I have to cover the ninja. Okay, okay. The, I, call, I call dibs on that you, scene. You ninja scene, cause, yeah. Cause especially, might, especially the protector dude. I might actually go off the rails at that okay, point. Yeah, but, yeah, no, please. please. So, so now, what happened? Now they storm the... They yeah. storm this terrorist Well, group. I think before they storm that, they, they have to give... Dude, protection. So they take him to like some oh, hotel it's the ninja room. Before or after the storming? I thought it was before okay, the storming. Okay, I think you're right. I think okay. it was before the storming because the guy says, "Look, I'll tell you exactly where it is, but you know you, you have gotta to protect you gotta me. protect me." So they go, "Okay, well, we're gonna send send our forces right. out, and in the meantime, we'll protect you at 
the world's tallest hotel building. Yeah. Remember that yeah, one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's in a room with like, uh, you know, some fat dude there with like a BB gun and then, you know, go for it. Okay. Well, mm. Yeah. <laughs> I know, yeah. <laughs> okay, so a ninja shows up. A ninja with her face clearly showing and her blonde hair pulled out of the fr- top. And the so, freckles on her so face. So you know it's it's Britta Waterfilter. She's the ninja. Yeah. Um, in case you didn't piece together, because earlier in the movie, um, Richard Harris is sleeping with that woman. Yeah, and yeah. he wakes up and she's gone, but then he goes over to the bathroom. He's like, is that you? And a ninja comes out. Yeah. And a fight ensues, but she runs away. Exactly. So... That's the, you know, you don't know at that point, but you think it is because you could see a little bit of blonde hair yeah. in that in that fight. So, But you have to catch that, though. That's very subtle. Yeah, subtle as getting hit in the back of the head with a baseball subtle bat. Subtle as a flying so, mallet. Yeah. So here we are, and this scene, they're trying to edit it like she's so fast they can't shoot her. Yeah, that's how they speed her up. <laughs> and, yeah, but he, like, pretends to shoot, and she's, like, going up and down from the windowsill. Yeah. And then she jumps in, and then he misses, and she she throws these ninja stars, and they they leave this in like they bounce right off the guy because they're the rubber ones, right. and then he goes oh, and he falls down, and she has this sword, and and they speed her up like she's chopping at this guy, but and the guy's ducking because mobsters, big fat old mobsters are known for being very agile and being yeah, able so to move are, out yeah. of the way of a katana. And then she finally kills this guy underneath the armpit. Like, this is like filming five-year-olds playing. Yeah. Like, this entire movie is like a five-year-old playing. That's the allegory I missed. Yeah. That's why I don't get it. Yeah. You have to be a (laughs) five-year-old mentality. You know, you have to be like... And everyone knows I'm at least a seven-year-old's mentality, so... Yeah, I don't know why. I I outgrew that. (laughs) Yeah, wow, really. Like, in the last year, (laughs) you're a boogerhead. Yeah. (laughs) So... She comes out after killing this guy and takes off her mask and then walks down the street. Now, uh, now we are, now we're at the storming of the compound. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Well, well, they 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 go out in the desert, okay. And then so one of them, I think, is Richard Harrison and two other guys go landmines. And I'm like, okay, let's find the landmine. Dude, the one black guy. Well, there's only yeah. Yeah, there's one black guy and he's over and he blows on it and blows up. Yeah. And. The, this is such a highly trained group. They all had different weapons. They all had different uniforms. Like, and then this shootout happens. Yeah, we but we better wrap this up because I want to get the theme song. Okay, and it, ah, it's just it just it ends up in a in an exciting finale of action packed uh, explosions. It's almost it rivals anything that Hollywood does today. I was actually screaming, "Will you end? Just end!" Yeah, and we'll just leave it there. So. Well, no, the guy has sex with the uh, with the they capture one and then at the end she falls. Oh, you mean the, the James Bond scene at yeah, the end? Yeah, water water filter falls in off yeah, the Hoover Dam, yeah, yeah. and then the Harrison takes one of the the last woman that's remaining and they go have sex on a boat because that's what happens. Because that's a that's the James Bond scene. Yeah, and then she jumps up out of the water with a ninja star at the end. The end. Oh, great. What what do you give this? A movie? ten. This is the pinnacle of bad movie making. This is the, so far. This is the peak of Z grade movies, as far as I'm concerned. So this gets mm-hmm. a ten. When when you're grading Z grade movies, you're going to give it minus minus twenty billion. Okay, right. there you go. I think there's a little bit of a difference in our opinion. 
<laughs> I'm I'm sensing a, a a little bit of a difference. Okay. But yeah. Well, hey, you know, whatever. So there you have it. That's Operation Las Vegas. I would implore you to never see it. And if you see any copies floating around, buy them and burn them right in front of whoever you bought them from. Okay, and we'll see you next week. Bye. I'm Mao, and with me, Doctor Morbius from Parts Unknown. And here's a theme song. <laughs>